Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow caped crusaders, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are tackling the first volume of the New 52 Batman Incorporated. This is the end. We are heading towards our finale. This is part one of our two-part ending. The season finale for this current run of the Geek Explained Book Club. Um, I'm feeling bittersweet about this. This is uh, issue zero through six of the New 52 Batman Incorporated. And... Um, it's been a hell of a ride, but I'm joined, of course, by the only two people who I would trust to band together with to fight off the forces of Leviathan. First off, I saved him from a uh, a poisoned meat locker, and I think I'm going to keep him. It's Bat Cow Jacob Brown. Move over, because there's a new <laughs> accomplice on the rise. <laughs> And I feel like I've met him before. His voice seems really familiar. And there's something weird about him. It's almost like he's me. Weird. Weird. It's weird stuff. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. Yeah. Uh, we've never met before. No. Huh? I don't believe you. No. Don't, don't worry about it. And I am the person who is contractually obligated to not say I'm Robin. I'm actually new and completely different character, Redbird. I'm Eric Azana, and I am really... Contractually uh, not Robin. Contractually not Robin. I'm legally distinct from Robin. (laughs) I need you guys to understand that I am 100% not Robin. I'm Redbird. (laughs) I'm There's... Red Robin. Wait, oh, oh wait, 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 oh, no, 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 no. That's also a I different a, character. <laughs> I am a different person. Guys, I need you to understand that. I am not Robin. <laughs> so we are uh, we are quickly approaching the end here. This is the home stretch, the beginning of the end for this season. How are y'all feeling going into this uh, this last stretch of books? I'm all right. well that that says it we'll see you next time folks and Uh, we'll see you next time uh you know this is it's it's been such a wild ride and um yeah i i've never been uh more confused and complicated and conflicted reading a batman series um in a long time so this is um this has really been a lot of fun been very very confusing very touching and sad sometimes and all around what a journey for like batman you know like bruce wayne just like everything that he's gone through in terms of like this you know what this felt like a typical uh a typical like like what what's a typical day in batman's life well, let's just span that through multiple issues and say what, yeah. what if everything was in day. continuity? It's like literally the longest day. That's what that's what this yeah. all feels like. Um, from going from crisis to um, him dying and uh, him returning uh, from through time and space, um, um, from his compatriots battling to try and replace him 
to like him returning and saying, hey, let's make a corporation and make everyone Batman. Everybody gets a Batman. Just <laughs> open just opening it up. I just like it's yeah. Uh, what a what a crazy like wild ride for this character to go. Like no wonder yeah. they wanted to adapt this into the films. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's this is as Batman you can get. I love it. Uh, I mean, I've I'm gone on record. This is my favorite Batman run, and it's because it takes really big, wild swings. Uh, who would have thought at the beginning of this run, you know, when we start with the beginning of Gmo's run, and it's here's Batman, and he's fighting ninja man bats, you know, in a in a museum uh, with a bunch of cool pop art stuff. Who would have thought that that run would end with? Batman going around the world and starting up an international Batman group and <laughs> fighting a scary terrorist organization called Leviathan that are taking over children's brains. Like it, it, it's crazy, you know, yeah. but I love it. That's what I love Gmo for. Like they are, they are so good at those really far swings like that. And yeah. it feels natural because they've made it feel natural, but it's absolutely batshit. You're no absolutely <laughs> Yeah, you're correct. Like one thing that Gmo always consistently does well across all their books is escalation. It starts in one place and then it builds and builds and builds until you are just being beaten over the head with as much Morrison as possible. But it doesn't feel like there's no disconnect. There's no like, oh, Gmo started here and somehow got here. They lay out the groundwork mm -hmm. for how they get from point A to point C every single time. And it's always really, really fun to experience it. And this book gives us a lot to yeah. work with, right? Like this is, uh, like Jacob said, this whole volume is just one really bad day for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's crazy. Like Yeah. Uh, that's cool though. Like that's fun. Yeah. I don't know. It's good comic looking. It's very I was just thinking that, by the way. I didn't want to say that out loud yet. I was just waiting for it. But yeah, it is very, very good comic booking this entire run. Yeah, I can only imagine like picking this up month to month and being like oh god what's happening now and then yeah. having to yeah. wait an entire month between issues yeah let me tell you it was especially knowing that this was towards the end of the run but yeah. also like the new 52 of it all changing things it was pretty stressful <laughs> dude i bet it was pretty stressful so this volume brings back a really, really great artist, two artists actually, one that Malcolm doesn't love as much, in Fraser Irving for the Zero issue, but also for the rest of the issues, Chris Burnham. Big fan yeah. of Chris Burnham's artwork on this. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Really good. Stuff. Uh, Burnham and Morrison work together very well, like Morrison and Quietly. Um, I think Burnham is another another quietly kind of collaborator. And I think their styles are very similar. It's just that Burnham's a little more cartoony yeah, with it. Uh, but I think it works so well for the storytelling. Um, and listen, I'll be honest. I think this Fraser Irving issue is good. Ooh. Yes. Well, look how the turntables <laughs> turn. <laughs> I thought that's, you said... it, that's your Roy Kent saying <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> it's rare. God, I are you caught up on Ted Lasso? 
Yeah, I just so I watched yesterday's like very early in the morning last night. Oh. Uh, I everyone's bagging on this season. I think the season might be the best. Who is bagging really on this good. season? I will fight like, them. A, a shit ton of people online and like reporters and stuff. Like I keep reading articles like Ted Lasso has lost its way, and I'm like, what do you mean? It we've I don't earned know what the hell this. Talking about like we've earned this because we've had this time with these characters, and now we get to see them as actual characters and not just like quick bits and stuff. I I think this season is fantastic. Same. I think this and this week's yeah. episode was so good. So, so good. good. Isaac has long been my favorite. Um, <laughs> he's been a favorite of this household too. Like like I I stand Isaac McAdoo in this house. Hell uh, yeah. uh, and this did not change that at all. I was very nervous I, going into this week. I um, I was worried, but I I had a feeling that it was going to be exactly what it was. They stuck the landing so hard. Yeah, it was great. Really, really good stuff. God, um, the show's so good. Yeah, Jacob, yeah. you should watch. You, you, should, you should watch Ted Lasso. It's really good. <laughs> nah, uh, I don't watch popular shows. <laughs> you know what? I totally get that. Uh, I totally get that. I yeah. spent a very long time not interested in watching it because everyone kept telling me how good it was. And then we finally watched an episode. And I was like, holy shit, that was actually like a really strong pilot. That's weird. And we kept going and I fell in immediately. Yeah, uh, I, 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 totally, I totally respect not watching popular shows, Jacob. By the way, yeah. where are you at in Stranger, Stranger Things? Uh, mm. I am right there. I'm right there with, uh, I'm actually have not seen the last two <laughs> episodes, like whatever the end of that. It was because oh. of the, it's because, of the because they're eight hours long. Yeah, yes. those episodes are That's, ridiculous. Yeah, Jesus I uh, I kind of gave up halfway through that season. I'm like, all right, this show ended. All right, the show has ended for me. All right, I'm done. Listen, I'm good. I would never want I would never want the writer strike to continue for longer than it has to. Uh, I would love for companies to fucking get their shit together. Hey, your writers, writers. Uh, but hey, if it means that we don't get Stranger Things, I'm fine with it. <laughs> All the if, if the writer strike goes for any any longer, all the Stranger Things kids are going to be like twenty five by the time we get that last season. Good, because you know what? <laughs> then it's just full. Then it's just full. Kevin uh, uh, Stephen King, where it's just like, oh, it's just yeah. it now. I was gonna say, it'll just, just be it. Yeah, just that's fine. It. That's Let's fine. just do that. That's that's. Yeah. But fine. instead of like recasting, they'll just like have the aged up actors. Exactly. Sure, do that. That's an idea. Do that. Which, yeah. which is something I still want for them to do with Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and they're trying to do that, but I'm like, no, 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 not now, because he needs to be 40. Daniel Radcliffe needs to be in his 40s by the time that actually shit is going down. <laughs> That's We're closer than not. <laughs> it's closer it's supremely weird to I... watch like an actor like Daniel Radcliffe, who you've kind of grown up with also be an old person yep yep uh-huh supremely mm-hmm. weird uh-huh uh yeah i think i think we're the same age him and i so i am fine with no that. i thought he really? was maybe my because aren't you older than me i i am but i thought he was like i thought he was Let's like a back probably not it's probably 10 years younger than me i don't care i'm like 65 <laughs> at this point so Hey, we're funny. I just know. Oh, I just know that. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe is thirty-three years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's in his Jesus year. Yes, he is. Oh no! Oh Oh, no! Oh no! Oh no! (laughs) So the prophecy has come has been fulfilled. The prophecy has been fulfilled. 
So let's dig into these issues. Malcolm. Anyway, yeah, Batman. <laughs> what a, Batman. What a transition. Speaking of Jesus <laughs> years, let's dig into Batman. Let's dig into Batman. Uh, Malcolm, you were saying that you like, you actually liked this issue. So I'm going to, I'm going to hand the reins over to you. Talk about the zero whoa. issue. Whoa. All I right. Know. I know. King in the castle. I have the chair. Uh, all right. So this, so the zero issue comes about because the first year of the new 52 uh to mark the first year of the new 52 in september 2012 every book had a zero issue which supposed to show the secret origin of this thing the secret origin of this character yada yada you know an og story um so we get this zero issue uh which kind of ties together old continuity and current continuity um so starts off with good old uh good old the island of dr mayhew Whoa, yeah. remember that story? Yeah. The Club of Heroes story? It way starts off back. at the end of that. Way, <laughs> way, in the way back machine. Uh, so we've got, so we've got that starting off. Uh, Island's exploding. It's right at the end of that. Uh, love, love, stupid, stupid night. It's uh, yeah. so wonderful. He's, like, he's honestly, I had a pretty good time. I mean, you know, I had a bomb stuck in me, but like, I had a pretty good time. It's just like, I'm yeah, just having worry. fun. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and then you go to the next page and it tells you a one page quick little The Legend of Batman, which is really fun. Uh, another moment that we've seen so many times in this run of Bruce sitting in the chair about to ring the bell. The bat comes through the window and lands on the perch lands on the bust and bruce says that's it and then rings the bell the, uh the whole and then we learn just just something yeah. up in like one page yeah yeah it's i mean morrison can never not win with that yeah they're so good at doing that one page sum up like <laughs> i yeah, don't understand like, so good it's, uh these these uh for the listener these these pages are just like uh collages and 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 like into yeah. like what, what what's happened previously in terms of recapping a little bit of, yeah. of what we've already gone through and what we've kind of known but it's very done in a very abstract artistic way um, yes by yes. our artists here yeah yeah this is well. why i i like this fraser irving issue i think this one works uh um, yeah i, I because it, agree with it's that. got some weird abstract shit to it which is pretty but, cool by the way i just realized this I, like when he was drawing the when the joker when he was drawing the joker and everything i realized yeah. that he was kind of basing it more on the movie the man who laughs than yes. than actually like the joker yeah. and stuff like he's basing it off that like poster of that guy and i was like that's that's awesome yeah it's, it's very that, much that the fact that that's like the inspiration of the joker in the first place like you're going back to what the actual thing is i, I just had to i thought right. that was really cool i thought it was like, Makes really sense. Cool. like how uh what is i love it, it. quietly like always does um uh, yeah like like frank quietly always draws like christopher reeve as superman you know like that's kind of like kind of cool that you like honor the character like the person like somebody who associates with that in in yeah. this character it's cool yeah i i i love it i love it it's great um so, so then we get to the next page which is uh we'll find out that this is batman at that meeting in the bat cave with everybody uh but it's batman saying the first truth of batman the saving grace i was never alone in the cave in the dark i saw a vision of the future two headstones the world in flames Time to ring the bell again. And in between those panels, you see him going through time. Uh, first, you see him falling in the hole, uh, 
that he fell in uh in the cave yeah uh, you know classic batman uh you know little bruce wayne falling into a cave of bats That's then you see him falling into like this sort of i don't know uh i i like to think it's kind of like the time warp that he was in yeah and then it's, you see it's the doctor explosion. who titles that's what it, it is it's, it's literally it's, the doctor it's, who titles literally the doctor who titles and then as he's flapping his batman wings he's going through and sees a world on fire he sees the head of leviathan he sees the symbol of leviathan uh very interesting imagery here and that's what he's seeing when he's coming back through time uh right at the uh, end of Return of Bruce Wayne number six. Uh, yes. We know that he saw something. We know that that's what start, sparked off him starting Batman Incorporated, all this jazz. So now we're finally learning what that is. Uh, so that's we, what that is. Okay. Yeah, I never, I never really thought of that. I thought it was just a collage mm-hmm. of like, yeah. No, that's, that's what he saw when he was falling he back saw. through the void. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, so we open up in Gotham City. Uh, Bruce Wayne is making an appearance at the board of Wayne Enterprises and saying, listen, we're going to start this new thing. It's called Batman Incorporated. We're going to help people. Uh, and it's going to be a good thing. And you guys are going to get on board. <laughs> and then Batman and Robin show up to smoke out this dude who's been embezzling, embezzling funds and accepting bribes, <laughs> yeah. which is awesome. Damien's really ready fun. to just punch him out. Uh, the Batman really and Robin show up is Dick and Damien, which is awesome. Uh, that way you still get Bruce there in the room, which is cool. And yeah. so, you know, now we've got Batman Incorporated uh, approved by the board. We cut over to uh, uh, watching the Bat Robots train, which is awesome. It's so cool. That's <laughs> such a sick page. It's like, like a factory <laughs> of like Iron Man suits just like being tested out and everything like that. But yeah, suits and it's really cool seeing like Bruce Wayne and Lucius Fox in the background going like, so what do you think? And he's just like, well, these are only machines. We got to we got to hire real soldiers in, in, yeah. in terms of these machines. So you, like, yeah. Um, it has very much the vibe of, you know, the the Nolan Dark Knight movies are very good at having the cue sequence of Bruce go to Lucius and be like, hey, I need this thing. And Lucius would be like, oh, here's this thing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where it's exactly. very much like James Bond going the queue. Uh, yes. And it yes, feels sure very is. much like that. But I just love this shot of this giant bat robot holding a weight that has, I mean, I have no idea how much weight is on that, on that bar. Oh, but like man. he's holding it. Well, he's holding it pretty hard which is sick that, <laughs> well like the the bar that's holding up all the weight it, in between those two is like the size of like a, a steel bar that you would put in an office building you know it's yeah. like it's like holy shit my favorite yeah. for me for me it's the it's the the rocket and punch to the one in the bottom hell corner yeah. The, like, hell yeah punching some robot and it's also firing at another one it's firing at time. another one yeah it's that's so sweet good. it's such an iron man it's such a war machine moment it's really yeah cool. oh yeah uh then we just get a bunch of pages of uh checking in with batman inc members and kind of setting them up for where we'll see where we'll see them in this story uh so we get uh bruce as batman checking in with night and squire um you know helping them with a mission and then sending them to australia knight is a best boy in all this knight is the best boy knight is like the best boy like he's wonderful man he's all about it during this crime scene he's they're observing this like crime scene and everything like that and 
and he's just like, hell yeah, case solved. This yeah. is flat. Uh, I've done harder bloody cross uh, crosswords and stuff, and it's just so, yeah. it's just so funny and like he's, he's awesome. Like, he's like really great. Like he's uh, awesome. He's so fun. Can't can't recommend listeners the 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 Knight and Squire side story. I finally finished that. By the way, it was you, really okay. good. Wasn't that fucking excellent? It was very fucking epic. It was that is so an much amazing fun. story. It is. It's like if Adam West and it's like if the Adam West Batman story was done in like a medieval time, like it was like done in like a period piece. That's you know? the thing. It yeah, has really. the Adam West vibe, but yeah. then serious shit happens. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was fucking cool. Which it is was, awesome. It's so cool. So really it's listeners, so fun. give a chance and listen to uh, read uh, Night and Squire. The side yeah, pick up that Night and Squire trade paperback from Paul Cornell. And uh, I don't remember who the artist was. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, fantastic book. Like so, so good. Great little miniseries. Um. Yeah, I I love that. God, it's so good. Uh, so Batman we, sends them to Australia. Says, "How soon can you guys be in Australia?" Then we cut over to Australia, and we've got a cool little tattoo artist guy doing tattoos on man's back. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, someone pops out of nowhere in his tattoo shop, and the man tackles the random person, and then says, "Wait a second. And beats the shit out of this guy. Like seriously. Then you realize, wait a second, this man who's dressed as Dark Ranger is actually the knight. <laughs> Testing him, saying, "Hey, listen, I work for Batman." Uh, I guess he wouldn't be talking in an Australian accent, but you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is. How about more the- shrimp on the barbie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I and I love. Th- th- so this is Johnny. Uh, Johnny rules. Johnny John, Johnny Riley Riley Johnny yeah. Riley is uh who we will grow to know as the new Dark Ranger who's super yeah. cool really super cool. super cool um he, he's a he was the artist. former scout yeah. yeah he was a scout he was the Dark Ranger's partner uh now we know that Dark Ranger is dead because of the whole island of Dr. Mayhew Monroe, incident yeah. so uh he so Knight is coming to him saying hey you got to be the new Dark Ranger Batman wants you uh we're doing this thing called Batman Incorporated uh hands him a cell phone with a bat logo on it which is great (laughs) (laughs) then then we cut to the end of the batman the return one shot uh where we meet up with our friends tracked here uh hell yeah Yeah. uh and batman Batman and robin batman of russia big old batman of russia uh so we're just catching up with them a little bit as they're wrapping up that mission we head over to uh uh france France, Paris, uh, yeah. Uh, Night Runner. Straight is up to just, Paris. Yeah. It's just, it's just pretty much just, uh, what do you call it? It's parkouring pretty much all over the place while uh, Batman and uh, what is, uh, what's it, uh, guard? The Rapier. I, the Rapier. Oh, no, no. Well, that's I, that's not his name. I never remember his actual name. I, I thought it was Unguard or, Unguard or something like that. I don't yeah. know. I never remember uh, his actual name. but the, the Batman of France, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah, they're they're pretty much going like you think this guy's got potential. He's like, look, I'm too old for this shit. But if there's somebody who can take over, it's gonna be this guy who can parkour through all of this shit. This and page like, of him doing all the parkour stuff is cool. Just like in the it, background, is super fun. It's so cool, like following him, like go down like these like um like steps and like what do you call it balconies and all I mean, that yeah stuff he's like he's it. just yeah he's just leaping off this balcony and like off this like telephone pole maybe i don't yeah. know like trying to get down to the surface level to take it's, out these criminals it's sick yeah, it's really sick it's really night runner rules 
right. Yeah, like, Night Runner's really good. Uh, then we cut back over to our boy Johnny Riley, who might be starting the thing here with good old Barrel. Uh, hot little thing. Uh, I don't know. They're they're going to be friends though, which is nice. Um, and she kind of you know encourages him that you know you should you should do this. Like this is a good opportunity for you. Become the Dark Ranger. You 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 were made for this. Uh, we got a page cutting over to our good friend Man of Bats and Raven Red. Yeah. Uh, as we see that things are going okay for them on the res, which is nice. Batman, again, just being really impressed. I love the the through line of Batman being really impressed with their stuff. Yes. Uh, like, consistently just being impressed with what they're doing. Yes. You know, like, they, they don't need any help. Like, they, they've got this, which is really cool. It's very, um, very cool. Then we get a page of... Uh, so this is... Uh, Batman Man, checking right? in with with Jiro, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. In a who's now terrible costume. In a terrible costume. <laughs> yeah, right? like, yeah. This is a like, terrible costume. This uh, this is him taking what? on a weird version of the Mister Unknown costume. It's yeah. just bad. Yeah. Like what happened to the Batman of Japan costume? Yeah, I don't know. I like that costume a lot, and I like the Mister Unknown costume. Same. This is weird. Same. Yeah. Like this, this, I think it's the mask. I think the mask just the mask work. is really yeah. weird. Yeah, the mask it's makes it very like strange. Really, really strange. Like it doesn't yeah. make really just any an sense. Odd choice. Yeah, I like them chasing after this guy who kind of looks like Spider-Man from uh from Earth X. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Using sure. he he uh, there's a comic uh, that's uh, that's in Marvel Zombies that deals with like Spider-Man being a zombie and like he doesn't have like uh, the, the web shooters so his yeah, veins come his out veins, and starts yeah, attached yeah. to the thing so that's yeah, what this character reminds me of. Vaniac is this guy's name, which that's Vaniac. fun. Vaniac, love it. Hey, Yucky. we get back to like so. What, so Batman confronts him and says like, "It's like what? What have you been out up to?" And they, they, we get the the super ape back again. Super gorilla. Yeah, super yeah with, gorilla. The, with the best fucking shot of him getting kicked in the dick <laughs> <laughs> and be like, "Ooh, which is awesome." Ooh, that's smart. You never thought of like you never thought awesome. like a gorilla or a prime ape could actually just like just go ooh, just like every other animal getting kicked into the. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, this like concept of like this him helping the super young team fight a giant caterpillar made of police cars. Like that is super the most super fun Japanese phrase I've ever heard. <laughs> That's that is cool, weird Japanese crime, and I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And also double face, like double whose face, face is literally like two faces two together. Faces. He's got four eyes, which give him unbeatable spatial awareness. <laughs> that rules. I need to be reading that this rules. book. I need this book yesterday. Like, also, I love the little romance story. between him and uh, Lolita Canary. Yeah. yeah. I love that he's horny for her. And like, but I, listen, Batman, I hear that you have a shrink ray. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you could hook me up with this, but. Can you, yeah, can you help me with that? Yeah, I need Help a shrink a ray, out, please. I, yeah, I need to reduce my twelve inches to like to like not double digits, so that way my, you know, so my girl can like handle was, this. I think he's planning on shrinking his whole body, Jake. I think he's shrinking oh, his whole body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's that's what I yeah. mean. What, what he's not going for the Hank Pym special. Oh Lord, <laughs> let's move on. I remember that Jeff Johns issue of Avengers. Let's move on. <laughs> let's not remember that. <laughs> Uh, bum, bum, then we cut bum. in with our good old friend El Gaucho. El Gaucho. Uh, 
who uh you know is going through some missions and such uh <laughs> oh this is like recapping like, what, what we went through like with him and, yeah uh, yeah like in the with the the two in the last round of incorporated yeah. yeah exactly uh <laughs> i love el gaucho being in the cave and seeing like halo and, <laughs> and some other woman from the outside and be like so uh this is uh batman incorporated huh it's not bad <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, Al Gaucho is actually horny Bruce Wayne, which is wonderful. Which sounds uh, about right. Yes. <laughs> and um, then we get uh, Johnny Riley suiting up. Uh, and Batman saying, like, yo, I'm going to meet you in Melbourne tomorrow. Show me what you got. And Johnny Riley says, listen, I only have one condition. You got to let me try one of those batarangs. And then you get a panel of him with a batarang in his hand and Batman with a boomerang in his hand. And they're both thrown at these criminals. I'm like, that's, I want to see that entire story. Uh, I want to see that so bad. Yeah. I want to see a six issue maxi series of Dark Ranger versus Captain Boomerang using I mean just Melbourne as the battleground and just boomerangs flying all over the place. Hell yeah. It would be it would be the equivalent of that scene in John Wick chapter two when Common and John Wick are like shooting at each other in the train station. Like but just six boomerangs black label (laughs) big old like prestige issues written by Tom Taylor art by jamal campbell and you just let yeah. that fly yeah that's no i'm here for it i'm here for it give it to it's me all, it's all coming back to you that's what you call it oh, oh that's it that's it or or uh, each issue has a title that's like that like it's like that, issue yeah. two is like what goes around dot 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 oh there you go there you go yeah I mean, that literally leads to like the, the last line of this where, you know, we cut back to Bruce in the cave and he's watching the footage of uh, him teaming up with with Dark Ranger. And, you know, you, you see Batman save Dark Ranger from this flying chainsaw. Then you realize that Dark Ranger saved Batman from the Batarang coming back at his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. He's like, it all comes around. The, and Alfred's like, it all comes around the end. Like, oh, that's, that's, that's sick. So I love uh, Bruce Wayne doing like one arm pushups on a stalagmite. You know? Hell like, yeah! Of course, like, reporting. I was like, that is the most hardcore Batman thing. That is right up there with Stephen Amell's like, like oh, the uh, salmon ladder, the, the, the sailing ladder. Yeah, the ladder thing that he would do all the time. It was really funny. <laughs> so this issue does a really great job in kind of setting the stage for everybody. Like letting you know what are the important players, like how did they all come together, and really yeah. showing the formation of what Batman Incorporated is before Leviathan comes in and burns it all down. Yeah. And speaking of which, let's get into issue one. So issue one starts very ominously. I don't like it. It's in a graveyard, and there are people who are there, and it's a real messed up Bruce Wayne Chris Burnham just absolutely crushes making injured people look fucking injured they are like his face is like rippled and cracked open and he's got like the stitches and everything it's he's got the lumps yeah yeah, it's horrific yeah and it starts with him just saying like this is all over like he's like Batman's done and at that exact moment Fucking Jim Gordon rolls up and he's like, Bruce Wayne, you're under arrest. 
and it cuts to one month earlier and it's like what are you doing it's like over the edge all of a sudden and then times 10 like right now where you're just like uh i remember it just like it was yesterday and you're just like what the what just happened what just happened one month previously as we ripple back um and let's just you know let's get into this let's i want to rip the band-aid off huge downgrade for batman's costume just oh oh yeah going from the batman incorporated costume to the Uh, new 52 costume like you'd think oh they're the same costume they're not they're not not. and the Mm -hmm. batman incorporated costume clears the new 52 costume every single time yes it does no question it really does um that being said chris burnham does a wonderful job in illustrating this costume yes i just wish that it was still the batman incorporated costume because it's superior Mm -hmm. it's that symbol man it's the symbol it's why i'm wearing Mm -hmm. the the cod piece because Mm -hmm. it's so good yeah cod piece and the symbol new 52 design sucks it's it doesn't it's not awful it's just not what it's just basic as shit dude it's basic as shit it's kind of it reminds me of like you know like in batman the animated series where you had his one costume um in before the the new adventures with red sky where it's just back to like a plain like i like like that one though but i i i love the fair i still love the symbol yeah it's it's, it's that's the thing it's like i love the i love the idea of the symbol always being the reason for um for the for the target for criminals to shoot at i always love that idea we're just like where because that's the most vulnerable area and he can maneuver in terms of what whenever that happens yeah um here it's just it's just um it's just a symbol it's not it's not really meant for like a target it's just it's just who he it's is just it's the batman, batman. It's, it's the batman so batman and robin uh this being bruce and damien because as we addressed last week dick grayson is out yeah even even when like we i know that i still got fucking confused reading this Uh, volume i I get it thinking it was dick well it doesn't help that the the b cover of this is very clearly dick and damien right yeah so the quietly cover which is phenomenal by the way exactly so getting into it i was like oh right this isn't this isn't dick this is bruce right okay cool yeah and so they're chasing down goat boy uh into a slaughterhouse where it looks like they are fighting off a bunch of people with goat masks uh which gets it's it's right up gmo's alley they love weird animal shit they love weird animal shit weird animal cult for some yes. reason that's that's what it is it's a lot of this there's got to be cults there's got to be weird animal shit yes. yeah and so we see that uh bruce and damien aren't necessarily on the same page about all things uh nope. but damien just very narrowly survives a sniper uh who is gunning for damien's head and we get the backstory of the sniper he's a guy who's just a guy who needs money for his uh, his family, and so he's taken this. Uh, he he's a cab driver, and he's taken this contract because apparently there's a bounty on Damien's head, 
Mm-hmm. And after, you know, defeating the goat gang, uh, Damien saves a cow from the slaughterhouse. And it is revealed that they are trying to poison the beef. Mm-hmm. So Damien saves this cow, declares it bat cow, and now decides he's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. What's, you know where's what? the beef? It's poison. Yep. <laughs> It's and, and you know what? Good for him. Good for him making a life choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we see that Leviathan is beginning its uh, it's the beginning of its dominion over Gotham and they take out. I don't remember his exact name, but he's one of the brothers Grimm. Yeah. And yeah. He gets yanked out by Ninja Man bats and just dropped from a very high point above the city. Yeah. Right in front Sick. of Batman and Robin. It's Sick. really good. And I love the reaction <laughs> shots of them just like looking up where he was dropped and then looking at each other. Yeah. Just <laughs> and that's where you get the na 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 and the, the, the title <laughs> sequence basically. <laughs> and so we cut into this um alternative clothing shop, let's love say. It. Love it. And we... Only in San Francisco, baby. <laughs> only in San... Well, that's not true. Yeah, I guess I, I guess you're right. Yeah. That's not entirely true. That's not entirely true. You're right. But we find out that this patron is actually the Hood, who's alive! Yeah, baby! Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an entrance into the Dead Heroes Club, which I love. Uh, Hell yeah. Batcave West. Batcave West. Oh, my God. We got a Titans West. We got a Batcave yeah. West. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've even got a Petty with Simon Stagg slash the Joker slash Rachel Ghoul, depending on your design. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Yep. I didn't realize all those characters, like, kind of. They all fit. <laughs> they all fit. This That's is specifically funny. supposed to be Simon Stagg, but yeah, it's, they all fit. Yeah, they all fit. That's very funny. Depending on the character design. But the Hood is there, and he is now part of a group of Batman Incorporated characters who supposedly died, including our boy, Batwing! Batwing! Yeah. Batwing, and then, and then the Outsiders, because we saw all the Outsiders yeah. blow up on the space station. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Leviathan uh, thinks they're all, they're all dead, yep. which okay. is important because it gives them an advantage. Yep. And this includes El Gaucho and a brand new wingman yeah it does yeah we uh we referenced him last week upon uh bruce recruiting him we did not know who this was more on that later so batman and robin continue their hunt for goat boy and love this page love this page Love this of in Showing the focus you have batman and robin flying but then on the buildings you see them like they continue the story on Their the movements buildings, which is really cool yeah it's very ed, I, uh, ed eisner will eisner uh, will eisner yeah yes. it's will very eisner. will yes. eisner it's very the spirit yeah yes, absolutely spirit. and so the goat continues his campaign however what i want to talk about is those dang freaks the mutants hump that beef hump oh, that beef 
does, you just does like anyone... that guy because he looks like super Chad version of Quentin Choir. That's why. <laughs> All does anyone else hear Kevin Stop. Michael Richardson every time as the mutant? Because that's all I hear. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just oh the mutant stripping. In the, I eat the your heart. The score is really big on golds and stems here. Yeah, like just <laughs> all that. That's all I hear. Why did you turn him out. into Macho Man Randy Savage? I got you for three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a little bone saw with him. That's fine. <laughs> so Damian Wayne goes uh, goes three minutes with uh, Bone Saw here. <laughs> Takes him and the rest of his gang out. An absolute like. Damien is ridiculously strong. He lifts up the mutant leader and just chucks him into the nearby truck. It's so cool. Yeah. That kid. He is a big, strong boy. Well, he's a big, strong boy. That's the thing is, like, if you do enough reps and stuff like that, it doesn't matter, like, the amount of mass you kind of accumulate. Your your muscles are going to get strong. Yeah. Yeah. So You guys remember Kid Hercules? Yes. Yes, I do. That kid who they... Put yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that, happened that, to that child actor? I don't know whatever he happened aged there. up. Okay, I bet he did, as all child actors do. I, yeah, uh, I hope he's doing well somewhere. Tell as old as time. This episode's for you, Kid Hercules. Yeah, <laughs> you made me gay, just keep that in mind. <laughs> so we see uh, Batman show up to fight uh goat boy and we immediately cut over to goat boy being in uh interviewed i guess or interrogated by leviathan and the heretic and so we see from the account of goat boy that he shot batman in the head and then killed damian wayne which is where the issue ends upon this picture of Batman holding his dead son in his arms and screaming into the night. Isn't that crazy? That is. Yeah. How fast? Would you believe it? So wait, so I'm confused. Who did he shoot then? Which Batman did he shoot? Because the Batman holding Damien in the bottom there doesn't it's, have it's any... still Bruce. Yeah, that's no. Which, the only Batman a... right now is Bruce, okay. which is an important distinction. As yeah. we will find out later. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. I'm. Yeah. So the next issue is basically an origin story of sorts, where we see Talia's whole deal. We yeah. see uh, Raish meeting uh, Talia's mother. Um, what is her name? Uh, Melisande. Yeah. Uh, they meet at a festival, which is incredible. I love it. <laughs> Little hippie festival. Mm. Uh, she gives birth to Talia shortly thereafter. Um, something happens, and then we see Raish climbing a mountain, doing his ice climber thing with Talia strapped to his back. Little baby Talia. Yeah. And I, he's pre- I kind he's of presenting love... the. <laughs> Sorry, is is presenting his uh, circle of life to the kid? Like he's like. You yeah. can see him just going, ah, so wearing Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Like, this world will belong to you. Everything the light touches Everything belongs light touches to you. Belongs to you. <laughs> I feel like this is the beginning of the "He Lives in You" song. Yeah. As she's like walking right. towards frame, and he's like climbing up the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And then he right. lifts her up. 
He lives in you. Hey, <laughs> he lives in me. Uh, top but in like five a really Disney dark song way. of all time. Yeah. Uh, but I want to give a special shout out to how ugly Chris Burnham draws Rachel Ghoul. He I kind does of love draw it. him in a weird, unattractive way. Which I kind, is kind of, of love a bummer. it. Is it a bummer for you? Yeah, yeah. Now, Al Ghul's always got to be hot. Al Ghul's always got to be hot. Does he? No. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. He's always got to be hot. Does he? You really? He wait, doesn't draw him as hot. Wait a minute. You you think a guy who's been dipping himself in a pool that for over nine hundred years would actually turn out to look better? He's got to be wrinkly, my guy. Because like he I dips mean, himself into the pool to give himself eternal life. He's got to look good. But he's got to be wrinkled with, with how how long he spends in the pools. Like yeah. you don't you don't ever get those wrinkles. The pruniness wears off after a little bit of time. Does it? Yes. Not for this Rachel Ghoul. Not for Chris Burnham's Rachel Ghoul. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the problem. Also, boy, does he give Talia a fucking six head? Like Jesus, he does. You could, he you does. could watch a movie on her forehead. <laughs> like God damn, dear Lord. <laughs> You can watch uh, that shit in IMAX. Look at that. You literally, wow. literally, that's an XD IMAX? screen. What is this? That's it's an just... XD screen. That's sealing the floor. Like, oh, it's like, good lord, she's got like Uma Thurman forehead to the kind of big ass forehead. Like, <laughs> goddamn. Save some uh, for the rest of us. Tell oh, you that's, so, that's so fucking funny. Well, I mean, if it's you look ragged. at Raish, it seems to be genetic. It's ragged. I guess that's true. You're right. Like, his widow's peak makes it look like it's not, but you're right. He's got a big old head, too. Like, these Cro-Magnon brows. Like, he looks he, fucked up. Like, seriously, he, he looks like Chrome Dome there. Like, he's, he's looking very he Vandal Savage, up, man. which is interesting. He is looking very Vandal Savage. Mm. Anyway, I like Savage this unattractive Rachel Gould. Mm. I think it's very fair. I like it, too. Yeah. I like it, too, because we always see him as very... Uh, Hot. He's very Jude Law. Yeah. And I like yes. him being a little bit more Mr. Bean. Yes. And... Oh my God. How oh dare my God. You. Rowan Atkinson has Rachel Ghoul. Please give he me that. He would fucking crush it. You know please, this. Please give me that. You know shit. this. Oh my God. Give Rowan Atkinson the little widow's peak and have him in a cape. Oh just God. standing like detective. He he'd be a good 66 demon's head like he'd be a good he would fit for that he'd be a good demon's head right now <laughs> right now as he is just him just like <laughs> the fake that's exactly what it would be yeah i don't i don't like that i don't like that uh-uh. Uh-uh. someone who's better at so editing bad. photos than me make a mr b and rachel cool <laughs> i need to see this immediately i need this in my life I need my lifelong hero <laughs> put in something like this. The physical in... comedy, come on, man! He's so good. Oh, <laughs> he comes, he comes out, he comes out of fucking the, the Lazarus pit. He's just flailing. <laughs> yeah, he's <just laughs> fish out of water. He like rise out of it and then like trip as soon as he like steps yeah. out and like roll down the stairs. Yes. Like... Yes. And then you have just like the most gorgeous Talia Al Ghul, which you yes. make, which then you look at Ray and you're like. Yep. Wow. What? We were like, uh huh. 
Uh-huh. That's my preferred racial. Like Lily cool. Green or whatever, and it's just like <laughs> y'all are y'all oh are twisted. <laughs> y'all are twisted. Eric, this twisted. is we're we're making this we're making this racial goal. We're, we're gonna, gonna make it. We're gonna do it. Y'all are sick. <laughs> You're so sick for that. So this issue really is a Talia Al Ghul origin story, where she goes to find her mother, who ends up being a gypsy fortune teller, and Ubu shows up. And I'm going to assume brutally murders her. <laughs> yep. Because we Sounds never right. see her again. We never see her again. Oh, Sounds wow. about right. Um, what's really cool in this, well, um, uh, uh, this issue, listeners, just like just like the intricate like moments of of Talia's life, which are also like race moments. You know, like there's some moments like the the uh, her getting her own like um uh cavern secret layer underneath uh london the what what rachel ghoul is wearing mm-hmm. is very much a lot like um what he is first introduced in the dennis o'neill comics yeah um so it's it's very it's it, you can tell the timeline by just by the way they the, these characters yeah. are dressed and stuff because of like it is in continuity with everything else it's really it's really cool i this is uh this is my least and favorite issue in the entire volume right here i get that i get that because the time stuff sucks yeah but also i have like also i kind of love that the entire issue is just about raish being a deadbeat dad yeah yeah if he had spent time maybe talia wouldn't be the way she is yeah maybe Uh, we do get an appearance from our boy damien dark damien which is really fun weird out left field weird (laughs) yeah super not used to seeing damien dark in comics and him not looking like neil mcdonough i know (laughs) all i could hear uh, was neil mcdonough's voice yep yes i no yeah that's absolutely right neil mcdonough his voice is perfect for that fucking rules (laughs) yes and you know what we were we were making fun of the five hit earlier but chris burnham knows that talia is a problem yeah yes i mean yeah he understands that eyebrow that Oof. eyebrow lift oh boy Oof. even i was just like uh hi what do you want <laughs> yeah and just the line of like him going you know uh he's like we will we will use you until we tire of you and she's like you would never tire of me and i'm like oh lord <laughs> yep yep woof uh-huh and then we get the appearance of master of disguise batman during okay. the neil adams era okay uh-huh. real quick did everyone else think like when there, there's a sequence of like panels here listeners where it you it sets you up to look for like someone suspicious like being the guy behind her with the, the cigarette right the guy, the guy behind, behind him with yeah. the cigarette the entire nope. time you're just nope. looking at him and going like, nope it was this it's the old lady in the hat Batman also loves disguising himself as old ladies y'all remember yeah dark knight returns where yep. he like fights off uh-huh. the, oh yeah the mutants yeah. as the old lady oh yeah he he thinks the funniest the funniest possible movie is uh, a good old Martin Lawrence comedy, Big Mama's House. Big Mama's House. Yeah, he, yes. he loves. He, he loves to Big dress Mama's as a lady. House. Oh yeah. He loves to dress as an old. Every movie night at the Wayne House, they're like, God, Big Mama's House three. Jeez. I thought it was like, gonna be again, like, like, it's, it's a classic comedy. I thought between that it's and a classic comedy. 
a double feature with that and Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> kind of would implement you know, a lot. Oh yeah, those, those are like the Mrs. Doubtfire like is an instant too. classic. It's in the Criterion. Like Mrs. Doubtfire, Except, like exactly. Tootsie, like yeah, Tootsie, yeah. And this These are the is only movies that Bruce watches other than Zorro. And and with this he, statement, he's like, this "White is Chicks why. was a cultural touchstone." In cinema. <laughs> well, he's like, "No, I think it was actually really important. Like, yeah. I learned a lot from that movie." <laughs> and that is why Tennessee. That that is why drag is not harmful. Okay, because Batman needs to be if an Batman old woman. Batman can dress in drag. Exactly. Hell yeah! What's the harm? What is also? Hey, Tennessee, go fuck yourself. Hey, Florida, not, go not, fuck yourself. Not, not the, not the, state. Not, not the just, people, just parliament of yeah. that state. Yeah, yeah. The there are good people in Tennessee and some good people, I assume, in Florida. There's like two. Hey, probably three or four. Just by law of averages. I guess by law of averages. You're right. You're right. So we then see bruce meeting talia for the first time we see them getting acquainted we see them falling in love we see the shirtless fight in the desert goddamn right with the uh, biggest scorpion we've ever seen while also being yeah. a great per perspective shot yeah also this top just, that talia is wearing is again a problem again a problem very much a problem. so a problem and we also see the uh the thing that I don't think every because everyone knows about the shirtless fight in the desert. Not uh -huh. everyone knows that Bruce fucking loses that fight. Uh-huh. And so we see them kind of fall in love. We see we see the greatest two panels of this entire volume, which is Batman throwing open Raish's tent and just going Raish and, and then the fucking the cartoon looking yeah what the hell incredible it, he looks so cartoony this whole like, page is amazing then that leads to the sexy sexy time between uh between Bruce and Talia where you see that she has now dosed his drink you with tell, a love potion. Love potion there. Love potion number nine. From mm -hmm. what I understand. Love potion number five, more like. Whoa. And then we get like the crazy eyes from Talia in this last panel on this page. Our child will be the new Alexander. A leader. He's like, our child. Hold up. What? Huh? Did you put something <laughs> in my drink? Wait a second. And then we cut to the rest of kind of filling in the timeline. We see actually that uh talia used our boy general malenkov to infiltrate the black glove, black glove. Yep. so this has been a long running thing she's this been has always been a plan she's been orchestrating everything from behind the scenes and then finally it ends with talia usurping the league of assassins from her father mm -hmm. and leaving him to basically watch from the sidelines as she goes to war with batman incorporated love it love uh it. the the variant cover i, I want to say this is a manipool cover but i can't tell uh for this issue with talia in the white friggin rules i want to i want to buy that this one. Uh, let me look at oh, this. Oh, this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, that great cover. Rules that rules. Yeah, I would say it's a manipul. Maybe. 
It, it doesn't Either look way. like Manipul's signature, yeah. but it looks like a Manipul drawn image, which is interesting. For sure. Uh, but then we get to the real meat and potatoes of this. And by meat now and we potatoes, cut back to the present. We mean our boy. Matches the greatest Malone. The greatest character in the Batman mythos matches Malone. You thought that Batman's favorite disguise was elderly women? No, 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 You're no, wrong. no, dear listener. It's matches Malone. There's one oh guy who could strike a match with his hand. It matches Malone. This matches Malone, baby. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Only Sorry, talking about matches Malone. <laughs> we can dig it. So we see through the opening of this issue how Leviathan is infiltrating Gotham. And it's kind of terrifying, to be honest. It's kind of scary. Yeah, Yeah, it's really scary. Like usurping people, kidnapping them, replacing them. It's it's unfortunate. This is like like a fundamental fear for anybody. Just the idea of being replaced by somebody else and like you like losing your identity losing your your life your own your own living uh yeah i just this this really struck a chord with me this really i hate i hate this shit i yeah. hate i hate body snatching it just it just drives me Ugh. crazy it it's just scary. so it's so scary I, I i feel like i try to be more like sociable in life because i if i recluse myself i feel like this is gonna something like that's gonna happen to me where it's just yeah. like where it's just like, well, you have you have no friends, no like no connection, so it's like, boop, get you down. Yeah, easy to replace. Yeah, exactly. No, scary. And just like the system of it, how yeah. they have this perfect system of like, oh, there's the cop who's you know filing away these reports, uh, you know, and then uh, getting these parents arrested who are reporting all of the stuff going on in the schools, you know, and then that goes to the judge, but the judge is already replaced, you know. So it's super interesting. It's really yep. interesting. You can't help but think like this is probably what's happening in our actual system too. Like, yep, people fucking doing this shit. Yep, get yeah. your tinfoil hats out, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to go into the zone. Uh huh. Let real. me tell you. Let me tell you about this Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> uh, but we cut over to a nightclub, and dear lord. Um, <laughs> this, this volume had a lot of problems, didn't this it? This yeah. volume oh is just one gigantic problem. Holy <laughs> shit! Like, this yeah. lady. <laughs> so we see a uh, songbird um, just laying down a performance for this nightclub, while small fry of the uh, Gotham underworld oh, is meeting with. He goes someone. by Fry now. Sorry, sorry, you're right. Fry um, is meeting with someone who everyone thought was dead. That being light the match. It's matches Malone. Matches love, fucking Malone. Love the reflection of the light in his glasses. That looks Making like a the bat. bat symbol. That I didn't yeah. even notice that. That's yeah. amazing. Yep. Burnham Every, loves doing that trick. I love that loves trick. Doing it. I love that the, that keeps happening a lot in this volume. It's just the symbolism of the bat somewhere in the background. I just love. You want? Do you want matches? The matches you shall have. Do I look dead to you? Like I just. Oh, I fucking love Matches Malone. That is a dead <laughs> ringer of a voice that is pretty close to what was in my head, by the way. God, it's, <laughs> oh, it's so good. 
He's the Uber Mook. He's the <laughs> Uber Mook. He, he Uber is Mook. the dream that all Mooks like, have. He is, yeah. <laughs> He's the high standard for Mooks. He can. Yes. Uh, we see the uh, the performer on stage is approached by fucking Tweedledee and Tweedledum over here. And <laughs> they're about to card her off. And I fucking love him stepping up. He's like, back off, muchachos. You're tangling with the master of karate. And I just, I fucking <laughs> love him so much. I love the amount of, and I've, I've, heard, I've heard this term used, the amount of riz this man has. Whoa! I'm hip. I'm hip. Whoa! I know terms and phrases. That was that was some good. That was some good phrasing there. Whoa. And so we see, and I fucking love this. We see matches is flanked by his three cronies. He's got yeah. a gang. He's got a gang. He's got Gonzalo, a gang now. Bulldog and Ogo, which very clearly are. Our boys, El Gaucho, the, the Hood, and Batwing. And Batwing, yeah. I fucking love this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll introduce you. Gonzalo here is known as El Bastarde, the living death. As for Bulldog, Excellent. <laughs> as for Bulldog, this vicious man monster maintains Hitler was a left. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Ogo, beyond all psychiatric help, fluent only in the universal language of violence. It's just, it's just frothing at the mouth. <laughs> it's, it's so, so funny. Good. It's so good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> and so the two cronies like are able to get, they abandon, they're like, we're out of here. And <laughs> I just... All of his lines, as matches Malone, are incredible. Uh, we find out the woman's name is Lumina Lux, and she great says, name. Uh, great, great, name. Fatale name. great, great, great name. Like, love it. Uh, like, give me more. <laughs> and she says, I've, I've heard a few things about you, Mr. Malone, but no one, nobody prepared me for Sir Galahad. He goes, I'm like true love and nuclear war. There's no way to prepare for matches. <laughs> like, I. <laughs> What? I love uh, it. It's love so it. good. It's so love good. It. And so uh we see him doing some very subtle, subtle interrogation and uh, information gathering when all of a sudden Batman shows up, who is gigantic yes. compared to Matches Malone. Matches Malone. Yeah. I love. And so we cut back to the cave. And we see that it was, in fact, Dick Grayson in the Batman costume, uh, wait, who obviously wait. had to have been on stilts. <laughs> wait you a know, minute! Very clearly, it... in the New Fifty Two, they've made it. They in the uh, in the Snyder and Capullo run, they make it very clear that Dick is at least like a head shorter than Bruce. Oh, is Just that stupid? Is that's is that I love it? it. I love Dick being a short king. No, it, I. <sighs> That's uh, to a degree fine. I I just don't like that it's it it it, it ties into the age thing for me. So that's that's my problem. Okay. Because in the new fifty two, he's like twenty, and I have a problem with that. So that's fair. That's fair. So I tied a short thing being with with the age. That's that's the problem for me. And and I thought I thought 
I thought uh, Dick was Matches Malone, so that's why I was like, but you're right, because he's putting no. away the, the bat. He's putting away the bat yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah no, it, no, I'm Bruce is Matches. Yeah, I'm thrown off by the suit and like the Matches cost disguise like right next yeah. to him. Yeah, I, yeah, I but didn't. Bruce Holy is very shit. specifically like, only one person gets to be Matches. And everyone's like, okay, mm-hmm. Bruce, fuck. Like, <laughs> it's it's my it. persona. It's mine. <laughs> it's mine. I created it. I created it. Like, you don't have any my character no steal is to be mad no steal. <laughs> he's like you better not steal my oc twitter <laughs> <laughs> i paid good i paid OC. eight bucks for that blue check mark do you think he's do you think he's on forums online trying to make people malone. think that that uh batman is matches malone you know, absolutely. and then be like, "This is Batman's OC." Like, Morrison putting up like character sheets and stuff. would be like, on forums. Did I, did I, did He's I, on fucking four chan. Like, did you hear the rumor that Batman is actually matches Malone? Batman matches Malone. Same guy. They're both masters of karate. Have I ever wanted? Have you? Have I ever told you guys that I want to do like a one act play of just like on a subway station, and it's just, um various people like coming in it's in gotham it's just various people talking about matches malone and like the batman and things like that just like just over and over but they keep like i love the idea of two criminals just coming in and talking about but matches man he's a guy who can like really look up to yeah i know Matches. really weird that the batman keeps showing up every time matches disappears isn't that weird nah that's like it's because he's outsmarting him he can he can hear he can smell of the wind when batman's arriving so he gets out of dodge knows yes. yeah like i've always wanted some shit that, that would sounds be amazing done. good that would be so good <laughs> it ends with like it ends with like batman taking somebody out disguised as somebody else in like a criminal in the like stopping a mugging in like in the subway you like, just gotta have end. like an old lady just sitting off to the side waiting for her the, whole time. the entire the whole... time the entire time yes yeah yeah, yeah and then yeah, we yeah. have like a transition of the train like going across the stage yeah, and then yeah. the old lady is now replaced by batman by batman yep <laughs> mm-hmm. and the bat symbol comes up i always thought it would be great if like it just before like it blacks out there's a bat symbol and he turns to that and like this is my stop and like gets off hell yeah you know what i mean yeah. hell yeah you and i will put on this this two-man one-act this play two-man. <laughs> we will do uh, this and i'll sit Gotham there with Subway. tears in my eyes <laughs> i'll look across a grateful universe <laughs> <laughs> um i also want to give a quick shout out to uh an underrated costume dick grayson's new 52 costume yeah yeah it's not my favorite but it's it's good it's not my favorite but i like that again they took a big swing with it they're like what if blue was actually red i don't like that that's fair I, I only because I feel like they they did it because a red is a more offensive color and b that puts them more visually in line with the other Bat family members because right. red and black is like a consistent theme. True. That kind of is a bummer. Like I like that he stood out. Yeah. You know. Uh, I get it. That's the only thing. The, love the cape. That was that was the thing that they were like pointing out. I was like, oh, so you brought back to the cape, huh? And it's like, yes, <laughs> yes, so funny, it's like I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I 
I I think uh, I really love the the this this web that they focus on. The yeah, showed all the different artwork too. How it yeah. ties to everything, I, everything I, in Morrison's run all ties back to Leviathan. It was yep. really it was really interesting to see how well tied everything is, especially especially Doctor Hurt in terms yeah. of like with like the black glove. Like there's sections yes. in this that were uh, like, oh yeah, these are all connected, and yet it's still connected to Leviathan. That's yep. so mm-hmm. very interesting. Same thing with Spider and everything. We were just like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's very intricate. And so we find out that Damien is, in fact, alive. Yay! He is unofficially now part of the Dead Heroes Club. Yep. They're keeping him... Uh, they're keeping him safe because Leviathan believes he is dead. And so Bruce is doing his Matches Malone thing, gathering information... He goes the Bat to... Cave is now a petting zoo. Yep. And um Bat Cow is being well taken care of and maintained. Fucking Alfred is just like brushing the, the, the cow and just like, if I may intrude, sir. Um the Master Bruce, the, the animal does seem to be carrying synthetic hormones as suspected. It's like he 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 does some research on the cow and it turns out like there's something in the beef, you know, that's tainting everybody. So tainted meat. That mystery meat. Toilet green is people. Uh-huh. And so we see that uh, Bruce or Matches gets a call from uh, Lumina asking for his help. And when he arrives, however, he is abducted by Leviathan. Meanwhile, uh-huh. we see God at the Batcave. Uh, Damien's working on a motorcycle. Alfred walks in and Damien's wearing a gas mask. And I was like, oh, that's a weird choice. Until I realized, as Alfred did, that he was wearing a gas mask because there was gas. Knockout gas. (laughs) Yep. The amount of times that Damien continues to force Alfred's hand. Yep. Because he keeps yeah. knocking him out in yeah. all these Alfred, different Alfred should ways. strangle that motherfucker. I, he would be the, well within his rights. Yes. The restraint on Alfred is quite astonishing. Yes. Like that is his superpower in terms of super patience. That's what it is. It's, it's his superpower. I think, I think Alfred is a metahuman for the fact that he has that power. <laughs> and so Damien says, Robin is grounded. Redbird makes his own rules. As we cut over to uh, the scene where we see that Fry has been killed. Uh, Matches is about to be killed himself. Uh, Redbird has arrived, however, and is about to fight off some dogs. Hell yeah. And I do really dig this Redbird costume. Oh, Sick costume. Here. Yes. Sick, as Sick design. Sick costume. That's why when the next issue, the the cover for the next issue, like come up, I was just like, "Well, that's it. That's that. Those two. That's the two. Look, I want Wingman and Redbird, the new dynamic duo. Like, I I still want that. I also love how much the helmet makes Chris Burnham's Damien have a little bobblehead. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me really. I happy. mean, he has a bobblehead in general, but yeah, you're right. He does. <laughs> Uh, so we cut over to just across the street from the Monarch Theater, the headquarters of Leviathan. Leviathan. As Matches Malone fights his way out from captivity and 
El Gaucho arrives alongside uh, other members of the Batman Incorporated crew, hoping mm-hmm. to liberate uh, Bruce from his confinement. However, they are met by Merlin. I love seeing Merlin. Yeah, I love this, is, Merlin. this is cool. We got to see him because the last time we saw him, he was just like he was doing target practice for uh, for Talia. And then yep. I was yeah. like, well, I feel bad. We were never going to see him again. And nah, here he let's is. utilize him. Yeah, he's a weapon. Uh, it's I, I fucking love this character. Thank thank God for the Arrow like CW show because I really, <laughs> really would have not known. Uh, who you're this a Malcolm Merliner. Was. Okay. I do like, love me some Malcolm Merlin. Yeah. And so we see that uh, Batman Incorporated is rolling deep. Uh, Wigman has arrived and Merlin is taking a shot right at him until. An arrow goes straight through his fucking hand. And you just see the, the panel of Damien going with the bow in his hand. Metal as hell. Metal as hell. Uh, we see that Sick. Matches has uh, dispatched with his captors uh, and is none too happy to see Redbird because he knows immediately that this is Damien. Yep. Oh, yeah. uh, that's that's no, when I'm Redbird now, Daddy. Yes, it's not a phase, Father. You told me Robin was grounded. Robin, not Redbird. <laughs> and so, uh, Batman initiates Phase Two, where Nightwing, Knight, Squire, and Red Robin, in objectively Tim's worst, second worst costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, busted. Uh, start yep, cracking second worst heads. costume. Yes. yes, second worst costume. It took me a second because I forgot about the worst one. I forgot but, about the poop brown. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Drake oh, God. is a mistake. Ooh, Drake no. is bad. It's bad. And so we see uh, Bruce suit up as Batman once again. Batwing has arrived, and we've got trouble on the horizon. However, Batwing is able to get some revenge on the Ninja Man bats by using a sonic cannon. So good. Sick, dude. So cool. Brilliant. Uh, Batman tracks down uh, Goat Boy, who has taken Lumina hostage and Mm -hmm. is able to disable him. Everyone cleans up the, uh, the headquarters and they head back to the cave. And this is what I love the beat with with Lumina uh yes uh, before talking about how she has a sister who has MS and then you know here when when Batman saves her he's like I I looked you up you don't have a sister you're the one with MS here's the drugs tell these people tell the cops it was self-defense hide these drugs like uh but that's also kind of giving up that Batman is Matches Malone because she told that to Matches yep oh wow okay oh but he also kind of gave that up when he beat up everybody, his uh, his captors. Well, what do you? Well, what do you mean? I mean, matches is a master of karate, so yeah. He's a, his he, mustache he, was hanging off, Malcolm. He could have done it himself. So maybe you know, people's mustaches people hang mustaches. off sometimes. You know, exactly. <laughs> some it's people like, can't grow mustaches, and also maybe matches Guinness. can't grow one. Because he just held his breath for a long time. <laughs> some people. <laughs> believe that they could have a mustache 
And some people can't grow a mustache. Let Matches have his fake mustache. It's fine. You know who else can't grow a mustache? Who? Wingman. You're the right. real identity of Wingman revealed that it is Jason Todd. Yeah. How did you guys feel about that? I called it. I was surprised. <laughs> I, I was I, surprised. I kind of had a I kind of had a feeling. I was thinking about like who could be like the least suspected person. And I was like, it would be really funny if it was Jason Todd, just because like after everything that's happened, it was just like exactly it would be that's the thing. I mean, when when we see, you know, the new wingman getting his suit and Bruce is like, This is a path to redemption for you, it makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. The only thing that doesn't make this make sense is that in the new 52 continuity, Red Hood is basically a superhero. Yep. Because he is leading yeah. Red Hood and the Outlaws he's, at this time. Yeah, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Like he's basically a hero. So that yeah. and he's not super on the outs with the Bat family. Like he's, but I love that Damien is just like, no, fuck this guy. He tried yeah. to kill me. I love that. I I I one thousand percent back Damien on this too. Same. It's just like fuck. No, this. fuck that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Jason's that. a good boy. Boo. A good boy. Boo. Not Morrison's Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Morrison's Jason's a good boy, too. Also, he so, went back to the red. I mean, he went back to the black. On that's his a hair. new 52 thing. Yeah. Oh, new 52. That's... He never had red hair. New 52. Oh. He never had red hair. Yep. Oh, Lame uh-huh. as fuck. Oh, uh, I just awful. love how fucking terrifying the wingman like mask is with the actual face. Because it's yeah. attached to, to it. be a face. And like yeah. him like, pulling it off. Realistically, realistically, it didn't need to be a face. It could have just been on him. a helmet. Exactly. Yeah. It's really weird that he had a fake face. It's so fucking scary looking. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of gross. Uh, but then we get the bomb drop, which is Bruce saying, you have to yeah. go back to Talia. Him telling Damien that Talia has been manipulating this whole time. And he says, you have to go back to your mother. If you don't. Gotham and the world will be plunged into chaos. And you, Damien, you're going to be responsible. As we cut to the world of Batman 666. Apparently, Talia's whole goal has been getting us to this reality. That was teased Mm -hmm. where Damien is Batman. Bruce has seen it. Yeah. David is Batman. He made that deal with the devil, and now he is fighting against hell, basically. Yeah. Uh, So this next chapter is basically all of that. Uh, We see Commissioner Barbara Gordon in the wheelchair. We see uh, Damien Batman fighting against hope, against Leviathan. Uh, We see him interacting with his cat, Mm -hmm. Alfred which is important. Uh, We see the manipulation of Gotham citizens having been turned into Jokerized zombies. Um, Yeah, that's that's so fucking, that's so fucking crazy, right? It's terrifying. It's so terrifying. The idea of like the the Joker, like synthesizing a a, a way of his toxin to pretty much just zombify the person into a like, like a, a laughing, giggling psychopath. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, so uh, it's crossed. It's it's yeah. like the Joker read crossed, and then was like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Let's yeah. 
uh batman goes to visit jack and apes who is also then infected because yeah. the baby that damien saved was actually a carrier of the virus mm-hmm. and we see that this reality was spurred uh into existence by the death of batman and damien being robin which is very interesting yeah uh opened the door to the devil exposed the hole in things Uh, and who do we see at the top of the stairs of wayne manor there fucking hurt yeah god damn it uh which is going to be important again in a few pages yep we see that everyone has been infected, including Barbara. The Jesus Christ, Barbara snapped this baby's Jesus. neck. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then shoots Damien in the stomach just as the president uh, signs off on a nuclear strike onto Gotham. And who's his aide? And who's his aide wearing Fucking. a black glove? Fucking doctor, doctor hurts. Hurt. Hurt. Oh man! He wanted the end. Delicious. As Damien goes to make his final stand against the Jokerized citizens of Gotham, a nuclear blast that wipes out everything and everyone. As as Damien realizes what the mother of the beast was, mm-hmm. it was his. It was his mom. It was. It was him. It was meant to be him the whole time. And so Hello. Bruce is recounting all of this to Damien. And it's really sad because he's like, David says, nobody knows the future, Father. Why would you do this to me? Don't make me go back to her. I want to stay with you. Oh, fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. No. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Batman Incorporated folks... Uh, the Dead Heroes Club have arrived at the uh, the HQ across the street from Monarch Theater. However, there's a bomb. And it explodes as we head into, I believe, the last chapter of this, yeah. this volume. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to this. All comes down to this. Um, Batman shows up with his Bat-Mechs. Uh, it's kind of weird that we haven't seen them until now. Like no, it feels I mean, weird. Well, Lucius has been putting the final touches on them. Actually, yeah, exactly. He, he wanted him in black, so he had to do all the paint job. You know, does it come in black? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but Batman shows up with his Batmax to this other spot where he arrives, and we see in the wreckage of the. Uh, of the explosion people are just not having a good time yep <laughs> not having a good time uh, barrel yeah. barrel 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 isn't breathing um oh, jesus one of the uh, outsiders has been impaled yeah um, the worst of it was taken by halo and looker yeah they mm-hmm. it's it's pretty rough it's everyone's bad. a little rough it's real bad uh, Batman is fighting up through this building against Leviathan soldiers, uh, while following the rest... this story that yeah. is told by like this, this the Goat Boy story. It's like these pictures yeah. are like murals all throughout the building. It's so creepy. Um, yeah, that they, they it's a real cult time... shit. Yes, it's such cult shit because it's the pictures aren't like 
their 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 paintings it's like it's it, it's like if somebody painted it and it's always been there and yeah. the time and it's oh it's just i don't like that it's just really creepy and so we see back at the bat cave the rest of the bat fam is arguing because they want to go after him but bruce told them to stay put damien is also still super mad that jason is part of the team uh, but Alfred comes to defuse the situation. Uh, he picked up a little uh, little present from the animal shelter. It's a little kitty cat. And it's the cat that Damien will eventually name Alfred. Mm-hmm. So all the pieces are starting to fit into place. I think that's a brilliant bit of timing. Yeah, on Morrison's totally part. Agree. He's introducing that now. Yeah. Since we just had that issue of like, oh, like... You know, this is all he's the future stuff. Just to reestablish that he's got a cat named Alfred, mm-hmm. and then we see like, oh no, shit! This might actually be coming true. Yeah, like, this really might be a thing. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant bit of of comic booking there. Well played, Gmail. And so Bruce has to escape an exploding building. Uh, and is attacked by the Ninja Man bats, but he's got the bat sentries fighting his way through as the. Uh, as everybody is watching on or listening on rather through the bat cave, uh, Batman makes his way to the headquarters, but oops, Talia's not there. And she says over this comp link, whichever you choose, the other dies decide your city or your son. Oh, fucking terrible. Meanwhile, at the top of the building, everyone is still trying to recover from the explosion. Jesus, the, fucking... the serial bit is so upsetting. Of like, Dude. I can do this. She always told me I could do anything. I won't <sighs> let you die, Beryl. Like, it's so fucking upsetting. Dude. It's oh, not working. God. Why isn't she breathing? Like, oh. oh, he just wanted to throw some rocks. <laughs> he just wanted to. I mean, and then you get the next page where the heretic actually does throw a rock. Yeah, he's like, damn. Zero fucking left jealous, like yeah. And so he finally like is able to do a little defibrillator to get her to respond. Barrel's okay, and she goes, you know, she wakes up. Barrel says, "That's my girl." There you are, and Cyril and Barrel says, "Cyril, Cyril." As soon as fucking heretic shows up, picks up Cyril by the neck, and fucking snaps his neck. That shit, I was not prepared for. Yep. Yeah. I was not prepared for. Uh huh. I wasn't prepared for immediately afterwards him using his limp body to smack to knock bat, out that w- wing. wing. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Like, oh my god. It's fucking no. crazy, dude. Thank God that Cyril brought Barrel back to life. Yes. <laughs> Straight up. Um. Batman finally fucking arrives and is able to engage with the heretic, but the heretic is too big and too strong. He picks up Batman and throws him through the window at the top of the building as he plummets to the streets below. And that is the end of this volume. Holy fuck. 
just some Bane shit just happens right at the end of all of this. It's like, wow. Up, right? Like, wow. Will Scale Batman week. survive this devastating fall? Find out next week. Save that time. Save that channel. Holy shit. Fucked up. Dude, I was yeah. not prepared for this last issue. My God. It's fucked up. So, before we move on, gentlemen, last uh, final thoughts on this uh, volume and what was your favorite part? I'm going to go to Malcolm first. Uh, Favorite part? It's matches, baby. Matches, Malone! I love this volume. I think it's great, man. It feels truly like the beginning of the end. It feels like everything's really winding down. Um, I love tying everything in with the previous runs, tying everything back to Leviathan. So that Leviathan has secretly been the the author of all of Bruce's pain this entire run. I think it's really well played. I, I love it. Great volume. Jacob? Um, God damn it. This was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, in terms of it's great seeing like a criminal organization versus like um, Batman as an organization as well. Like this was, this felt very much like if James Bond was in charge of MI6, you know? So like, and all of the villains of Spectre just went after MI6 for just the hell of it. Uh, <laughs> it's so, it's so good. My, I, I love, I'm, I'm, I'm torn between two. I'm going to say this. It's the issue with um, Talia's backstory I love and hate it because it's very much a clip show, but at the same time, I love Talia. I actually yeah. believe, like I, uh, I believe, like uh, Bruce's true love is Talia, um, not Catwoman, just because of like the more devotion there is more real to me. Um, Interesting. Well, you know, like selena is always going to be cat and mouse with batman uh but with with talia she genuinely wants to be with him and if she is scorned she will let you know like she's doing right now so i i kind of dig this i love this dig with 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 talia um but my absolute favorite thing is asylum this whole issue of 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 damien like the fall of batman like the end of batman is right there in that in that issue it ends with hurt winning damien dying and gotham destroyed it i i fucking love just the pile of like badness over and over in that issue yeah um this was incredible i i didn't think it ended when it ended in this cliffhanger i was kind of scared because i i read more just a little bit just because i thought um, I miscalculated on like when this when the volume ends. So so I just read one more issue and I still still didn't get the end result like I wanted Oof. to. <laughs> but um, this was great. Well done. What? Yeah, wow. I'm I'm right there with you. Like this was a trip. I was not prepared for that to be the end of the volume. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell of a clip. Kind of fucked. But yeah, I love the matches Malone stuff. Love the matches Malone stuff. But Me I'm gonna just... give a shout to I think my favorite part are Knight and Squire. Like yeah! from the jump, from issue zero of Knight just being like, Oh yes, let's get these people on board. Hell yes. And then just the tragedy of Knight and Squire at the end of this volume. It's mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking, but in all the right ways because you care about these characters. 
it's uh, they're my it's, friends uh, it's devastating it is yeah. truly devastating sucks yeah absolutely agree but that does it for this volume that does it for this week before we get to next week though we've got a couple emails which means uh malcolm what time is it it's time to say goodbye to the night that didn't feel good at all (laughs) um yeah uh if you want to be part of the geeksplain book club mailbag send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com and put bat club mailbag or lord deathman mailbag in the subject header and we will read it here on the friday show (laughs) good good friend lord deathman good friend of the pod lord deathman um our first email comes from Tristan Maldonado. Hey, what up, Tristan. Uh, Tristan writes, hello, Geeksplain crew. Well, this is it. You guys are finally at the finale of Morrison's Batman. Can't wait to see what you think of this run in the New 52. On Saturday, I'm going to Barnes & Noble and Mr. Gotti's for my Anime Club field trip. I'll share what books I got for next week. Dude, hell yeah. Hey, hey all right. Mr. Gotti. Whoa. I, wa- I wanted to share. I'm assuming that's a store. Um, I wanted to share a wish list that I made for future Dawn of DC books. Hope you like them. Have a good day. I'll see you next week. Now, I was going to go through this, and I did look through all these. He gave us 54 books. What the Whoa, fuck? <laughs> Tristan, hell yeah. Get and it. some of these are, I mean, they're all really great, but some of them did catch my eye. Um, first off, of course, I have to reference, I have to mention it, Kong Keenan Superman. Yeah. Uh, written by yeah, Jin Lun Yang with art by DK Ruan. Uh, great, yeah, great lineup. Yeah. DK Ruan yeah, yeah. just coming off of the Iron Fist run, which is really, really good, and a yeah. little bit on Shang-Chi as well. Yeah, uh, JSA Year One, written by James Robinson with art by Danielle Di Nicuolo, mm, which I think is okay. a super good choice. That's an yeah. interesting art choice, huh? Um, let's see here, we've got. Uh, Justice League Beyond, written by the Hive Mind with art by Jamal Campbell. That's cool. Sounds insane. Really, really good. Future. Future. I'm still cut out with you right now. Zatanna, written by G. Willow Wilson with art by Mariko Andolfo. Yes, I heard about that. Take that idea. Hell, I'd be about that. And I. This is how I know that Tristan does listen to this and he knows the, the shit that I like because he put in Kyle Rayner Green Lantern written by the hive mind with art by DK Ruan. Like, come that's, on. Yeah, that's that's targeted at you. That's targeted. Speci- that's a book made specifically, specifically for you. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also Multiversity, Tim Drake Nightwing. Yeah. Written by Tom King with art by Travis Moore, which would be oh, really my- dope. God. That'd be fun. That'd be uh, fun. That I think, you know, is from the uh, the interview that Tom King did recently yeah. where the whole Rick Grayson stuff was actually supposed to be Tim Drake taking over for Nightwing while uh, Dick recovered from that bullet wound, which would have been mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. There's a couple of anthology series, Green Lantern Green, written by written and illustrated by various people, kind of in the same vein as Superman, red and blue. Uh, mm-hmm. The Flash, red and yellow, which would be cool. It would be, an, uh, I think, would be a cool idea for a team book or a Flash family book. 
Um, and then, I mean, I gotta bring it up. You know, I gotta bring it up. It's Connor Hot Green Arrow, written and Hella. illustrated by Brandon Stein. Hella. That's just some of the books that he sent over. Like, is it 54 books? All of them bangers. Yeah. Tristan's don't have a time listener. To go through all 54 of those, but we can tell Tristan's been listening. Just great stories. Good stuff. Like that. Really, yeah. really good stuff. Uh, our next email comes from Adam Stringfellow. Hey, Stringfellow. Good brother Adam. who sent in a Lord Deathman mailbag. So Deathman. Uh, I'm going to invite our good friend Lord Deathman here. Come on in. Lord Deathman. Hello. Hey. He writes, good evening, Captain Forces. Hope y'all are doing well this week and hope y'all had a great weekend as well. Eric, first off. Oh, first of all, I want to say congratulations on getting to host a panel at a Comic-Con with Marv yeah. Wolfman and Chris Claremont as well. That's fucking awesome, dude. And I'm super <laughs> happy for you. Unfortunately, there's no way I'll be able to come down there to see it, but I hope to listen to that panel at some point in the near future. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm really excited about uh, it. Yeah. It's uh, it's two yeah. weekends from now, which is... Yeah. Really? I'm nervous. I'm Don't nervous, be nervous, babe. You're going to do great. It's, it's going to be, be great. You're going to be fine. Yeah, you're going to be great. Uh, continuing on, he writes, Also, I want to say thank you to all of y'all for the recommendations on how to relax and distress after work. Work has been really draining for me recently, but I find relaxation and solace when talking with Michael, spending time with my dog and cat, Nala and Gunner. Great. Great Ooh. names. With that's. Yeah reading yeah. and i've been able to get back into drawing recently as well so thank you all again for that and yes this podcast brings me so much joy and laughter every week and it's beyond cool being able to interact with y'all via emails so thank you for that as well for my question this week i wanted to ask the three of y'all this if you were to do your own version of batman beyond return of the joker specifically the flashback scene would there be anything you would change or would you leave it as is i ask this because while that flashback sequence is hands down perfection and the best way to bring the Batman and Joker conflict to an end, it does do our boy Tim kind of dirty in that. Also, with how well Tim is trained, I kind of find it a bit of a stretch he would succumb to the Joker, even through torture. So would the three of you leave that sequence as is or swap someone else in Tim's place? Would love to hear y'all's thoughts and opinions on this and what your pitches would be. Take care, team, and I'll catch y'all next week. All the best and much more, Adam. So I'm not going to say exactly because i don't know maybe i might have an idea in the future but (laughs) i do think that tim was the right choice for that scene yeah Um, yes him being a child obviously this was you know this was the dcau's version of the death of the family yeah yeah and it's always fascinating to me the choice of doing that especially with tim in the dcau being kind of a mishmash of tim and jason um but it makes more than enough sense to me like i don't think you could put barbara in that spot without it feeling like fridging of that character Mm -hmm. um so i do think tim was the right choice could it have been like an alfred or a jim gordon maybe but yeah, it would my... very I think it wouldn't hit the same way as it does with Tim because he was a kid who was yeah. not only inspired by Bruce but 
brought into this by Bruce, by Bruce which is yeah. what sends Bruce on that spiral of driving everyone else everyone else away from him and gives us the Bruce that we see in Batman Beyond. So I I recognize that it does Tim dirty, but I kind of think that's the point. Yeah, and that's, I think it has to. It has to, right? Like this is yeah. you don't you don't foresee this being the end of Tim's story, and that's what kind of makes it so perfect as is. What yeah. do you guys think about that? Yeah, I was, agreed. I was going to say, um, I don't, I don't think w- uh, Tim has the proper training to, to 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 survive that kind of thing. Like he he said that train uh, that that Bruce trained him to, to like you know like surpass that. I don't think he, I don't think Bruce would put enough pressure for that kind of training for, for, for Tim. Also, Tim is a young guy and, and is, a, is a kid, you know, he's, uh, and he didn't have that much time with Batman. It doesn't matter how much time he has. He still is very, very young and very immature in terms of like uh, being a vigilante with, uh, with right. Batman. So I, I think keeping him uh, like, I, I think I, I disagree. Sorry, Adam, that like this totally, I think Tim would have totally would have been very uh, easily manipulated by the Joker, no matter what. Any villain would have been able to like manipulate him. I don't but know this, about any villain, but well, I that's true. That the Joker specifically, the Joker specifically, yeah, him. yeah, the Joker specifically, it, it it would definitely like would manipulate, would break through. Um, um, in terms of like dealing with it all this time, um, I don't know. I that sequence is so unbelievably alarming isn't it you know just like that the, the, from that movie yeah I, I, I don't know how the only I way i can think of like chills the only two yeah like i i still get chills like from just seeing the edited version you know oh, when they yeah. made it the, when they made it the more uh, appropriate for kids and stuff and they did yeah. it, the which is hilarious version. to me because he still yeah. dies by electric shock yeah. yeah exactly he's he That's still dies funny. Yeah, it's that's not funny at all. Um, so it it just yeah, it I don't know. It I I love I love that movie and I think it's already well done enough for itself. Yeah. I think it I think you could have if anything, it could have been just Jason instead of Tim. That's the only way I would have changed anything. Yeah, but we didn't like, have a basis but, for but, Jason at the time. Exactly. So like there's no need to do that. Yeah. So all of this is like it's really well done the way it is to like any altercation with of it would be like a Hollywood version of it would yeah. be some some weird bastardized version Holloway uh, like Hollywood would have done that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I like it. Uh, and because this is a Stringfellow joint, he did write in a PS. He writes, speaking of drawing, I've been designing the Bat family for the last few weeks and would love to share them with y'all. I'll attach them in a separate email after this one. For now, the members are Bruce, Dick, Jason, Tim, Damien, and Barbara. We'll work on the rest of the Bat fam members, mostly Cass, Steph, and Kate soon. And I'll send those designs over in the near future. We did look at those designs, and they rule. Yeah. Clean, bro. Very, very super clean. clean. Super, super clean. Uh, we also did get a email from our good brother, Jacob Goodhart. Hey, what's up, fellow twin? Goodhart. Who writes, Dear Geek Explained Podcast, here we are in the home stretch. Honestly, it's weird how Morrison's run on Batman is considered so big, but it's actually pretty... Con- I'm going to say he meant to write condensed. 
uh, if you just look at their Batman books. I guess it's just that there's a lot that goes on in a brief stint on the run. Nevertheless, it's been a trip. This story arc I remember clearly because I love the art in this book. I almost thought it was Frank Quitely again back when I first read this, but rereading it, the style is much more unique and think it really fits Batman. With this stretch of the book club ending, I'm really curious what's next since now you hit the big three comic book publishers with some of their biggest books. Honestly, I'm really excited. I'm hoping for the Mark Wade run of The Flash. It's one of my absolute favorite runs, and the Morrison and Miller stories are really good as stopgap stories as well. I also discovered a brand new podcast this week where three Star Wars fans go through every single piece of media from the original Legends canon in order. That's how I found out that in the first Star Wars book they had another galaxy, another time, instead of a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I kind of dig that. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's really cool. Um, On to my question this week. Due to how comic books are the ongoing tales of superheroes, and it's how these companies make millions of dollars, they're going to go on until the end of time. I know that's kind of a bleak way to look at it, but Superman is turning 100 in a few years, 15 years to be exact. Yep. Uh, And probably, it's wild to me. Would you believe it? And probably isn't going to stop anytime soon. But because they have to go on forever, they're also not really able to allow these characters to grow. I mean, it keeps happening to Spider-Man because they refuse to really do anything that makes him grow as a person. But on the Mm -hmm. other hand, we have a book like Invincible that has an ending. And Kirkman has said multiple times that he intended to let someone else take over for him afterwards until he decided to play against type and actually give his book an ending. And honestly, I think Invincible might be such a good story because it has an ending to begin with. Mm -hmm. So which do you guys think is better? Comics that go on forever with passing through multiple writers and such, but as stagnant characters, or comics that have character growth but doesn't last forever? Thanks, guys. Jacob Goodhart. It's tough Ooh, because they question. both present very different things. And I think yes. one doesn't hit as hard if the other doesn't exist, right? Like yeah. you have to have comics that have endings just as much as you have to have ongoings because it makes each one feel special. I personally like when you can have a beginning, middle, and end like we did with Invincible. Um because you can see how things go across, how, you know, storylines and characters and plots from the beginning get tied up at the end. Uh, the same way with, like, recently, uh, Guardians that just dropped uh, their third and final chapter. Like, you yeah. see having a beginning, middle, and end for that while still, you know, leaving the door open for other stories that won't be as good if the creative team isn't involved. I like having endings, but at the same time, I mean, the lifeblood of comics is ongoings. So it's it's a tough it's a tough distinction between the two. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I I think you need both in life. Um, yeah, I, I think I think you need both. Uh. I think I prefer an ending though, but I mean, and the nice thing about, you know, the, the nice thing about even having long-standing characters like Batman, Superman, you know, your big IP that have been around for 80 plus years uh, is that you still get endings with, you know, character run with creator runs, you know, that, that is helpful. We are getting an ending for Batman with the end of this Batman run. Uh, even though Batman continues and nevertheless Batman persists, you know, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get that ending still. So I, I, I think you can have both 
but I do love an ending. Jacob? Yeah, you, uh, I, I like, I like a bookend. I, I really do. I, 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 you got to go with both. I agree too. Cause you know, the, the, the great stories that we, that I've read that are like really, uh, that are ongoing, you know, kind of continue on for too long. And, you know, like Walking Dead, Walking Dead is definitely one of those like uh, comics that just like, it was meant to never have an ending, but at the same time, when it finally ends, you're just like, yeah, I didn't want this to end either, but like this, this is sad that like, it, it doesn't work out sometimes or like, um, like one piece, you know, which is just continuously just going on since like one from the nineties, it'll yeah. never end, you know? So it's just like these kinds of stories that will never end that can continuously be ongoing and keep going and stuff. But then there's things like, you know, like sweet tooth where it's just, um, it's just a beginning, middle and end. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I, um, I will say though, to be clear, one piece is ending soon. Well, yeah, so, it's but, just it, incredibly long. It's just been it long. Soon? It is. is even, it? it is. He's been saying that for the last like six years. He's been saying, "Oh no, I'm at like eighty percent of the story." And now he's at ninety percent. It's now it's ninety percent. It's getting very close. It's getting close, but still, but still, like you know, there's all these like. What's great is like this all this this content, you know, this 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 story and everything like that. But I don't know, I. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. Um, it works and it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we uh, will ever get rid of it and ever be like one-sided to one or the other because it just, it just stories don't work like that. Sometimes they just, yep. um, they're just st stories. They're just like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I say I love an ending, but sometimes things end too soon. Totally yeah. agree. Agree. Totally agree. Uh, Feeling yeah. that right now. <laughs> hive mind <laughs> real fucking bitter Jupiter's about that. legacy breaking <laughs> my heart breaking <laughs> my heart <laughs> cannot but we can't focus too much time on that because i'm just gonna get too sad and we're gonna be talking about it for the next three hours <laughs> um our final email sneaking right in as we're recording really <laughs> yeah, that's awesome uh comes from our good friend dylan hall hey dylan. what's up mr hall Writing in, hello, book club. I hope this email isn't too late, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> I hope you had a wonderful Star Wars Day slash Guardians 3 release day slash free comic book day. I certainly did. I got to see my college friends. I was with one of those friends when I discovered his car was stolen, and we all got to vent his frustration and sadness through James Gunn's masterpiece. I'm sorry to hear that. Sure I also got that. some great comics with my free ones. Infinite Frontier, Superman Space Age, and the final volume I needed for Gmo 7 Soldiers. We love a good oh. buy-two-get-one sale. These could all yeah, be episodes, by the way. If you haven't read the DC Works by Mark Russell, do it. Uh, Superman Space Age rules. Really does. Superman Space Age rules. Fantastic it's story. So good. Jacob, uh, you'd love that. You would Holy love that. shit, you would love that. Especially after reading this. Uh, yeah. Batman Incorporated might be my favorite part of the Gmo Bat saga. I am sad that the New 52 got rid of some characters, but the fact that this story still works in either continuity is pretty impressive. And we have Batcow now. Who needs Cass and Stephanie and so many others when we have Batcow and a bloodthirsty Damien becoming vegetarian? I'm going to disagree. We always need Cass and Stephanie. Why not have all of them? Why not both? Uh, I know he's a little shit, but the work Grant and later writers have done to have him grow is pretty great. My question for you guys this week is about the New 52. A lot of what has 
A lot of what it removed has been put back, including Cass and Steph, but there are a few things that haven't come back. What is something each of you would like to see return to Batman or other DC continuity? Or if you're feeling brave, could you figure out a way to make the new 52 work? Is there a way to have a fresh start and keep the stories people love? Keep up the great work. Dil what? In the sign-off? How? And we have a return of Geek Might. He writes, Behold, I have returned from the fifth dimension with a new curse for Eric. I, Eric Azano of Sound, Mind, and Body, promise to correct all past and future guests who refer to the Flash as the fastest man alive with, um, actually, it's the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> Unlike my Gotham Knight curse, this one could be done in a flash. Geek Might away. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. He is referencing this week's uh Geek Explained episode where uh we determined that the juggernaut is actually the fastest man alive. Uh, yeah. go yeah, check he, go he check out Spider-Man, of course he did. <laughs> go check out that episode. Troy and I had a wonderful part two to X May um it's a blast that i always love talking to troy on the podcast um <laughs> and we had a really fun conversation that just could not escape the unstoppable force that is juggernaut no no one can nothing no can, one stop can. <laughs> can stop this um, but yeah i so the biggest thing i would love to them to bring back is dick grayson is batman no i <laughs> i love where dick grayson's at um <laughs> I would like to see more of, and this isn't like a narrative thing, this is more of a widespread thing, is them taking swings on bad adjacent characters. Like, since the New 52 happened, you would never see a miniseries for Night and Squire. Nope. And that's a fucking yeah. shame. Nope. So I want to see them take more swings on characters like that. I'm glad that we're getting books like Tim Drake Robin, which is ending. I'm glad we're getting books like Batgirls, which is ending. Mm -hmm. But I want to see more obscure characters get opportunities to shine. If they fail, they fail. But at least give them the ball to run with so that they can prove whether or not they're sellers. That's my thing. What about you guys? You nailed it. Honestly, what I was going to say too, it was that I need more club of heroes. Like I need more spinoffs of these, these characters. Like, what are they doing now? What is, uh, what are these Batman uh, related and influenced characters doing now? I was just going to say, throw in Asriel in, into that mix as well. I want, I want it. I loved Asriel in like nightfall and during that time yeah. of, uh, of batman so i would love to see like a revamp of that he's been futzing around in space exactly but i don't get that so yeah. let's bring him back to where he should be which is in gotham and like helping helping in some way um yeah. i yeah that's kind of like where i'd love to see it's like some sort of like return malcolm I would actually like to tackle the second part of the question, which is, is there a way to do the new 52 and still have uh, still have your histories and your legacies from previous stuff? Please. And yes, there is. It's called doing an ultimate universe. Which is what they should have done with the fucking new 52 in the first place. Oh, that's they so should funny. Have two different universes. Oh, One shit, that's the new 52 be... universe. And then one that continues on the main DC continuity. Yeah. Would have been fine. Would have been fine. Wow. That's fair. 
Wow, that is totally fair. I didn't even think, wow. Which I think is a thing that both Marvel and DC should have. Because then you could still lead people to this newer, younger universe. Yep. uh, That's not as bogged down with continuity and can tell different types of stories. You know, you could tell... Uh, I, I I don't know. You can tell different types of stories there. You know, you could tell a story where Oliver Queen is younger and doesn't have facial hair. You know, you do the que- uh, you could do the you could do the question, and it's like Ray Montoya, like they like they did, but like it's but it's an alternate words and right, and, see, and, you, words, and, and you get a Vic yeah. Sage in the other one, yeah, exactly. So, like you yeah. could have your cake yeah. and eat it too properly. Yeah, it's true. And both companies fucked up on that. They sure did. Though we'll see. Uh... We'll see. We'll see. Ultimate see some alienation. Ultimate invasion is coming. Next month. Next month. I I need it to be good. But yeah, I thank you it. to everyone who wrote in once again. If you would like to join us for the Geek Explained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com. Put book put back club mailbag or Lord Deathman mailbag in the subject header if you want it read by Lord Deathman. And um that does it for this week. Next week is the grand finale for this season um volume two of the new 52 batman incorporated entitled gotham's most wanted is going to be issue seven through 13 as well as the batman incorporated special number one synopsis very simply goes like this years of epic storylines converge as batman incorporated battles talia and leviathan for the very soul of gotham city and the volume cover is incredibly ominous. Uh, so mm-hmm. it yes. is going to be a, uh, yeah, next week it all comes to an end. This season has been incredible. I love both of you for joining us, uh, for just being here and being amazing. And I love all of our listeners for joining the three of us on this journey. Uh, Next week, it comes to an end, and we will be revealing what next season is going to be about. (laughs) So join us, won't you? Next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Be there or be square. Not a circle. Not a circle. Maybe a hole. Stop. But for now, for the Geek Explain Book Club, I have been Eric Azana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I was Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. I I, I don't have a funny bit for this one. Two of us have been sick. Bat cow!
I'm alive.